Ich heiße Jonathan. Und ich bin Rob. And, and together, together we, we are, are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. And we're following through Deutschland 83. Hurrah! Right, okay. This episode, episode two of series one of Deutschland 83. Mm -hmm. uh, it's called The Brave Guy. Now, Brave the story guy. so far, Martin has been recruited to be, reluctantly, a spy for East Germany, undercover in West Germany, in the army uh, as Moritz Stamm. And his first mission takes place at a security conference in Bonn, while Martin enjoys the amenities of a West German hotel, where he orders a cow. <laughs> A cow, a, cow, <laughs> a cow steak. A cow steak. A cow steak. <laughs> he has to hide bugs and f has to fight uh, with an un uh, sorry, uh, an unknown enemy. So, ooh. So, so wow. What wow. does IMDB say about this lovely episode, Rob? Just what you said. That is oh, what. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Is that pretty it. much it? I'm wow. Not, I'm not going to say it all over again. <laughs> so, say, so Martin is sort of, in, so he's adjusting to work to living in, in the West. He wants to get back to the East. He made a bit of a boo-boo in the last episode mm -hmm. where he tried to phone Annette, his girlfriend in East Germany from West Germany. I was like, a bit silly, that. Uh, and narrowly avoided getting getting caught. Um, but it, it does generally feel as though there's quite a lot of incompetency <laughs> with the spy game. Well, <laughs> well, certainly Martin's demonstrating. Well, on the he one does, hand, he's he, quite competent. He does make mistakes, but on the other hand, he's quite smart and gets himself out of them, more yeah. or less. Rather than just well, sometimes freezing. he does have to be rescued, but um, yeah, I think he's I think he's doing all right for someone who has no background in spy spycraft and um, <laughs> and is reluctant. Then I think he's I think he's doing all right. I think you can cut him a break, give him some slack. <laughs> so he, him, and Alex um, has have been uh, recruited to go and work at this conference. Yeah, so there's a, a NATO conference where they're going to be discussing nuclear weapons and um, attacking the. The, East, the Soviets, etc., etc., etc. But it just generally feels as though that say nobody knows what they're doing properly, and it's all defensive. Well, who's going to strike first? And nobody wants to strike yeah. first, which seems the incompetence yeah. of war. <laughs> and in this episode, we we hear the words "able archer" yes. for the first time. So there's a little bit of actual history beginning to. What? What's the able archer thing? Well, let's not talk about that now because that will that will emerge during the course of, of the, the of of this of the series. We we'll just we we'll just leave that, that hanging that hanging. Leave able archer hanging for the moment. So again, with this this uh, this episode, cracking soundtrack. So um, that was all right. Oh, it's brilliant! It's all right. It's brilliant. I need to get. We need to create a a sound playlist. A playlist. <laughs> I think that would be quite that would be quite easy to do because they're all very they're all they're good all very well established songs. Songs. Um, so I mean, obviously, we start off with the Peter Schilling um, Major Tom, which is the opening credits, which is amazing. But that's been that's been sort of given a bit of testosterone. So it's no, it hasn't actually. Has it not? Was no, it always like it's, that? It was also that there has been there has been edited slightly, right. um, which you can tell if you know the 
original. But actually, that's how Major Tom sounds. Wow. It's not been it's not been pumped up. That is actually how it, it sounds. It is. Wow. Oh gosh. Um, so we've got um, "Boys Don't Cry" by The Cure, um, "Modern Love" by David Bowie. Christ, mm-hmm. I mean that, that, that must must they're sort of their budget must, for for music licensing. It's not uh, not small. Uh, um, Bob Dylan, "Just Like a Woman," and "Call Me" with Debbie Harry and Giorgio Moroder. Yeah, and a couple of classical things thrown in for good measure. Yeah, we had a bit of Beethoven. A bit of Beethoven. And... And do you know why that's appropriate? A bit of Beethoven. Why is that appropriate? Because Beethoven was born in Bonn. Ah, see, we do a research on the show. You might <laughs> that might that might come as an, an enormous surprise, but we do a little. Well, we look on Wikipedia if that counts as research. So, so they arrive at this lovely big hotel, um, and as Martin has been tasked with bugging the room, and so he's, he meets Nina, and Nina's actually mentioned. I mean, we, yeah. we, we saw Nina in last week's episode. Dispatching the the real Moritz Stamm. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and basically she's she's now a waitress. Yes. Uh, at the at this hotel, and she his <laughs> first greeting with it. So, what's your real name? With a gun and pointed at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and of course, we're not going to go there yet, but that is a scene that is replayed almost precisely in the second series. <laughs> and the third. And the third. <laughs> so, yeah. So, which is, she is brilliant. She hasn't got much in the way of dialogue. But but she looks scary, she and looks that's scary. probably probably sufficient. I mean, she it, she is just she, she's she's brilliant. I mean, uh, this is a little bit like in the set cut in the same vein as Lenora. Um, so, but where Lenora uses a little bit more um, sort of emotional she, tactics, yeah. where yeah, where Le- Lenora uses her shall we say her sexuality a little bit more again, than but Nina. Nina seems to. She's more in the in the Rosa Klebb style of um Rosa Klebb? Yes. She's a Bond villainess played by um oh I can't remember her name, but um uh the German singer actress who had she had knives in her in her boots. I think it was, was it that gold no it wasn't gold oh, she finger. Was the, the, the midget she, one. She wasn't a midget. She was she, she was, was short. She was short but but I mean, in fairness, Nina is is quite. Uh, she's not she's, glamorous. She doesn't. She doesn't. But she have could the glam, glam up. Um, but she's using her any way, any which way, because uh, she diverts the attention of the manager, who's a little old, by sort of promising sexual favors. Yes. Um, so uh, so basically, he can get so Martin can speak with one of his handlers, um, and Tobias. 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 It's very Tishbeer. lovely. Yes. Um, so, uh, so she's. I, I just love her character. I think very, very good. So he, they, so they have a bit of complication, and it's. This it is such a comedy thriller, really, because they're going into the room, and then the guys going like, "Oh, this has got a dimmer on," because obviously dimmers were probably very, very new in '83 for <laughs> this dimmer lamp, <laughs> um, and that's where he hides this um, this bug. Yeah, the most unsubtle. Yeah, bug. Imagine <laughs> it's like magnetized. Yeah. Uh, and, and the, the, so presumably in 1983, NATO didn't bug sweep hotel. hotel <laughs> not very well. Did oh, they? Didn't make a very good job of it. 
<laughs> it was just it's quite hilarious because they, they, they say oh and the views are over here and Hitler stayed in this room yeah how lovely they love the views <laughs> and over there that's where Siegfried or whatever killed the dragon so I think they really upped the comedy on this aspect um, because there were so many sort of sort of comedic elements so you've got Nina sort of meeting up with Martin with a gun and Martin then asked when he, she goes into his room what would you have done if I'd have told you? And I'd have killed you. I'd have killed you. Okay. okay. Well, that, <laughs> that was nice. nice. Uh, so she gets him the key to, to the room so he can go in and break in and sort of get the thing, get the documents from the safe. But then there's a bit of confusion. It's a bit like a carry-on situation where the official that was meant to be staying in that room goes into this room and then yeah. decides so to trade yeah. with the American. So it's the room that was allocated to a NATO... Uh, advisor who's been writing all the, this report this top secret report on on the the west's response to ru the russian threat etc like war games etc 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 so he's carrying all this top secret stuff meanwhile the american general that we met in the last episode he is he's also staying in the same hotel and he's very jealous of the the NATO person's room, room. And, he's, and, he and they disagree, and clearly the NATO person couldn't really couldn't, talk couldn't, doesn't couldn't care realize. about the room, so they agree to, to swap. To, to swap, and this is af just after Martin's, uh, Martin's planted his very subtle um, <laughs> and incredibly hard to spot uh, <laughs> listening his device on the lamp. <laughs> it's like an it's like a one of the it's the equivalent of like the British School of Motoring where they have the big else. The, the, the big thing on like magnetized to the roof of the car. Yeah. <laughs> so, so like, I'm surprised it didn't have a neon sign bug here. Yeah. Uh, so, so anyway, so he, he retrieves the bug and he carries the bug out and plants it on the other room well, with the luggage switcheroo. But now he doesn't have a key for the room. Yeah. Um, and he goes to ask Nina. Um, and she just shrugs. And said, well, work goes, it out yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's very helpful. Thanks, thanks for that. Because I, th I think she's probably a little bit peed off because he's demanded to speak to his handler so so he can get a message back to Annette and find out how his mother is, etc. Um, so she's had to sleep with the manager. So she's thinking, well, work it out yourself, love. Well, I'm not sleeping with the manager again for another flipping key. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so, so, so there is a bit. There is that like, oh my god, what's he going to do? And in the meantime. The, the lush sister who's caught um, Martin making a phone call, surreptitious phone call yeah. to the east. She's well, not dead, it turns out. We, we, we were worried that she might have but been she woke dispatched. But she woke up in the bedroom. With no memory with of no what memory happened. no memory and in a nightgown. Well, in, night her, in her, in her knick <laughs> in knickers and, and, and remembers Martin being She can't remember if he slept room. with him, if, if she slept with but him. But she's got him. a memory of him being in the room and finds a button. Right, a button, um, a knopf, um, yeah. a knopf. So, um, so yeah, so so she's she's creating merry hell. Yeah. The, the, and she the, she and she does remember. She has a, she has a memory of him phoning the east east Germany, but it's also fuddled. That basically, you know, the the the, the general's wife doesn't really believe and think it's some kind of. Dr drink induced sexual fantasy. She does seem. I mean, she does. She seems like the the the, the, the lush sister. She seems like 
It's actually probably reminds us of, could be one of a multitude of friends that come round yeah. <laughs> to ask well, for our yeah. garden soirees. Well, the, 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 the thing is, though, every, every family has an auntie that always a little bit has, of a lash has, has, a, has a little bit too much. Just to, the one to, to, to drink. <laughs> well, well, I grew up in Scotland, so practically everyone in my family was was a functioning alcoholic. Yeah. So, but so she's she, she's crazy, Mary Hell. The, the the general's wife isn't having any. The general's wife's more bothered about the daughter. Yes. Yvette. Yvette. Yvette's yeah. the, Yvette. The daughter. So Yvette has has kind of disappeared, and and she's in a a commune <laughs> in Köln. Cool. Cool. Oh, look really nice, actually. Like that's Cologne for those Cologne. hard of German. <laughs> hard of German. Cool. Well, I used to I used to spend a lot of time in Cologne. Yes. They used to have have um, cheap flights with the now defunct sort of air thing. Like it, it, it was it, cheap. Was it air, Ber- air Berlin. And it wasn't Air Berlin. Berlin. Oh God. K- K- oh, it was yeah, with a K, I think. It was it was three, but it was like fourteen pounds ninety eight for a return flight to Cologne. Well, you can fly to Cologne for less than it would cost you to get the the bus to well, it Stockport. Co- it, it actually, it actually, co- it, it probably costs more to actually sort of get the train to the t- yeah. <laughs> the taxi to the airport costs more than the flight. Well, yeah, it always, always when I lived in Manchester, it was just like, I used to bunk off work a little bit early, a couple of hours early to get the five thirty flight, arrive in Cologne for first drinks, and then have the evening out uh, in Cologne, well, a couple of hours. And then the following day, have all of the day just mooching around Cologne, yeah. and a few drinks and everything. Um, go to the spa and then not the supermarket. There's no shopping <laughs> no, trolleys The involved. spa, um, not the spa. The thermal baths and they're great. They're really lovely. And so the, the whole German sort of way of relaxing is just I, I can really I can really balance with that. And um, then have a nice sort of sort of meal, luncheon, and then get the train. To the, the airport and then fly home, and I was in, in at home in time for a country fire. Marvelous! <laughs> yeah. I do have fond memories of her of her trips to Cologne, especially that time when, when with an extravagant hand gesture, you managed to tip in a, a full, a full <laughs> glass of, of 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 yeah. pills. And that was the time when you were. I only lying. and I only took one pair of flipping trousers, and I had to try and dry them out in the. Oops. <laughs> no. So I, that was a lesson I learned. I always make sure to to keep glasses, uh, full glasses of alcohol away from your extravagant. Oh, that's the thing with, with Germany pre-pandemic. They've got lots of little. Lo- there's lots of little tables with lots of people. So for, for me, with extravagant six foot three of me, sort of with extravagant hand with, with extravagant sort of flamboyant hair yeah. and gestures. Yeah. yeah, that's why when we do podcasts, you will hear the occasional clunk. As Jonathan's extravagant arm movements <laughs> whack the whack the microphone. <laughs> oh, dear listeners, you just adore it, don't you? <laughs> Answers on a postcard, please. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so she's in this commune. Yvette's in this commune in Cologne, and then because Bond's not so far away from Cologne, Bond's about fifteen miles from so, from um, Cologne. So Alex and Martin uh, are dispatched by the general to go and find the sister. Alex doesn't react very well, because I mean, in fairness, the commune looks really nice, but they all wear orange, which is... And they've got a guru. They've got a guru. guru. Then you see the picture of the guru hanging on the wall in the Um, background. So Alex is... Alex isn't very happy. Yeah, he seems... I was... He seems surprisingly... I was... I I never had... I never got the signals that, that Alex and Yvette were particularly... Close. Close. So he does become 
surprisingly upset when uh, trying to get 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 her home. I just thought he was pissed off with having to drive all the way to because well, he's going to have to drive. Well, he's going to have to drive to. Um, well, he's gone to Cologne, but then he's, he has to then take her back to the family family home. Family home. It's about it's in the so um, yeah, I could imagine being a bit bit peeved. Well, yeah. So he 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 sort of loses it a little bit, but then again, he, I, I semi think with Alex, he's jealous of his sister, who can be like that free spirit and a singer and do all the fun things, and he's right. he, he's stuck in his little box in where li- regimented to, regimented literally literally, literally regimented <laughs> uh, where she could float around and sing and have a jolly good time and be creative and shit yeah and and he's he's on that because we've seen him um go to a rally or a yeah so so tobias professor tobias tishbeer who you will remember is actually an east german operative sort of undercover agent but he's as, uh, he's he's been in in Bonn. He's studying. Uh, sorry, he's been a professor at the university in Bonn for twenty twenty years. So he's he's, he's under deep deep, deep cover. cover. He's, he's, he's a socialist, and he's organising um, protest, pe- you know, peace, peace. protests yeah. and, and so on. And and Alex turns up, and and is quite inspired. Yes, and and they have a little bit of a meet cute. It was a meet cute uh, where he says, I I. I I would like to see you here again, but it could be taken one way or the other. Because obviously yeah. he's, he's in a senior position, but you get I mean, most teachers or professors. Those careful now. Yeah, most most of those there are always there's always a couple or a few that have little dalliances with the student population. Um, Touch of the old wandering hands yes. from time to time, um, and uh, and, and Tishbeer's reaction to to Alex is quite like that. We do uh, so so we get we get a sense that um, of something about uh, Tobias um, because Tishbeer. I don't think that because I mean, obviously there's something going to, with, with with Alex. There's going to be a little bit more of a storyline coming out with literally uh, <laughs> with yeah. Alex. Well, let's not let's not get too Spoilers, spoilery. Yes. Uh, so, but anyway, so they go and get, so Alex goes to this commune, which looks actually quite nice, actually. Well, I, I mean, it certainly seemed very, very spacious, it's and very a, spacious. like airy, and um, a lovely building. And, and they're all wearing sort of, sort of orange, but not like in sort of smocks, they're all sort of... You know, they're not Hare Krishna, but they're all wearing similar shades of, of orange. orangey, pinky, reddy kind of tones. Yeah, but... Yeah, so they all blend in. And of course, Yvette's singing... Well, because yeah. she would be, and then she walks off when the brother comes in. After all guns blazing, uh, br- brother sort of loses it, and but Martin steps in quite calmly, and and says, "Look, this isn't for your dad. This is for your mum. Your mum's worried about your mum's you. worried, and and that's what this is because I think she just doesn't want to be dictated to by." Sort of the father, who is obviously the sort of the, the rod of iron in the family, sort of thing. But Martin does that, and then she embraces him. Yes, and she cries. She cries, and Martin reacts sort of in a nice, yeah. calm way, which is I was like, oh, right. And I'm thinking, what about Yvette? But then about, we cut. To, we cut to Yvette, who's talking. No, to... you're getting your characters mis- mixed Yvette? up. No, now. we we go. Oh, uh, no, Annette. Annette. Oh yeah, well, it's Yvette and Annette. I mean, really. Yeah, yeah. So meanwhile, oh, actually, she's in... called Yvonne. 
<laughs> Sorry, we have been talking. <laughs> talking. I do apologize. Well, you it's started it and I went along with yeah, it. Yeah, it's Yvonne. It starts with a Y. Yeah. Ends in an E. <laughs> so it's Yvonne. Yvonne. Yvonne and Alex. Yvonne. I do apologize. I'd like quite like to apologize about that. <laughs> uh, so, Annette, it segues. Yeah. Don't worry, what I'll do is when it, in the edit, I'll just say Yvonne every time you say Yvette. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yvonne. Um, so, so we segue to Annette, um, who is talk, who is sort of on a bicycle ride near a lake. Yes, um, with um, with is it Thomas. Thomas, who, who we met in the first episode, um, and he's obviously got a little bit of a, a bit of the hots for Annette. Um, and Annette saying, oh, "I haven't heard anything, but you keep asking about him." And then she's sort of quite free and easy and says, oh, it's so hot. And obviously they go into the swimming lakes. I mean, we've swum in the, the, the sort of naked yeah. swimming lakes. Yeah. And things so like especially in, in East Germany, that swimming, swimming naked in mixed groups uh, was not in any way, shape or form unusual. And it's actually um, a, a much more adopted in the East than the West because it was a form of a little bit of, of a rebellion against the sort of East German um, gov- government. Yeah. Um, so she says that she, so she whips her clothes off, and then he whips so his does he, in. and we think, well, fair enough. So fair enough. They say, all oh, right, they've been all free Germ- and easy. And they're then, East Germans, and then and they then. have an embrace. Ooh. Ooh. So, so we're thinking, all oh, right. Oh, so Annette's obviously moving on, um, but this is when we have. Uh, a, a little scene um, with with Martin. He's in the restaurant, which we alluded to, mm-hmm. and so it's, it's like, oh, can I have? Yeah, and it's one of, one of those times when Martin's uh, relative ignorance of the decadent ways of the of the West sort of shows itself because he obviously orders he orders a steak and then gets asked well do you want ribeye or fillet or sirloin and he doesn't know what what the cuts what are. that means and he, then he says just, oh, a just, just a, a, an ordinary steak from, from a, a cow, cow. <laughs> yeah and, she's, he's, he's, he's and then the, the the asian um waitress recommends uh, the, the fillet and then ask goes for his room number. Ask for his room number. And, and, and he says, "Oh, well, I have a girl. I have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend." <laughs> and she's so like, oh, it's like twice he's. he's yeah. <laughs> that's that's nice for you, but I need to know your room so I can charge <laughs> just the food. <laughs> Which I thought that was really quite comedic. So yeah. so so that's twice he's like let himself down without even right, real, without without realizing without realizing. And I guess it shows a lack of. The lack of, lack pre- of training, lack of training yeah. <laughs> the, the lack of the lack of preparation before being catapulted into that situation. But it's that whole fish out of water. He's uh, we have another scene of him where he's got he's got an abundant. He's got like a basket of gifts, uh, like a gift basket with a Toblerone, which he's chomping through. And it's because Toblerones are quite a, a unique chocolate. I don't think there's anything else like a Toblerone. I don't really particularly like Toblerone. But the, the way it, the aesthetic of it, there's no other chocolate like it. So mm-hmm. he's there chomping into this Toblerone, and you've got like a basket of fruit. And then we see him in his in the room, and he's got the mouthwash and the moisturizer cream and all yeah. that sort of thing. And all stuff that would be completely new. Yeah, new, uh, new to him. So it's, it, and it's, you can see he's quite he's reveling a little bit in that. Obviously, he's missing home. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Oh. He's missing Annette. And he's worried about his mother because if we recall back in, from episode one, his, his mother is suffering kidney failure. So and she needs a kidney transplant. needs an, a kidney transplant. And that was the emotional Black. leverage. For that, both the mother and, yeah, and for him. That um, the but, marvellous Lenora... So we have um, yeah. used to to get Martin into that situation in the first place. So clearly, he's going to be—he's just just generally worried about what's happening. Back when we, we, that, that is actually referenced with one little scene with the mother having a little bit of a wobble and then having yeah. to inject herself. Yeah, uh, so that's just a reminder that she's a bit, bit thick. So it's, yeah. it's quite nicely sort of like catapulted. But again, the scenic, um, the way this whole is blocked out and filmed with colours and uh, it. It's bright, but it's very filmic because there's like various with Nina because she's so striking. You can see Nina look so sort of look across from two rooms, but the way it was filmed, it was just it, it was just brilliant, really well done. Um, and so basically, he's come back from dropping off. We assume we're dropping off Yvonne, not Yvette. Yvonne. Um, <laughs> oh, so he's he's back. And now he has to get into breaking into the room. Yeah, because now he has, has to have come up with another, uh, another, another plan. Yeah, so he then has to clamber out his his uh, sort of loft bedroom, which obviously is in the cheap yeah. seats. Um, clamber down and then get down into the room from external. So he manages to to sort of like sort of sort yeah. of so so, so conveniently, I suppose, the the NATO advisor is in a room that's got quite a. A large brick-built balcony, so is is easy and unguard, un, unguarded. But never mind. Um, that so it's it's relatively easy for for, for him to, to, to clamp. To so he clambers down. down, breaks into the room, um, and then he goes to the safe. And then the safe key, the the, the access code doesn't work. Well, then it's a different room. It's a different room. So therefore, he has to do the reset of it, which basically means prising the safe out. Which is like a small little hotel room, so yeah. I then stick a thing through the back yeah. to reset it, and he opens yeah. it up. And yeah. where he's, he's thinking this should be documents, he's there with his camera to take pictures of it. He's got a Polaroid this time yeah. rather than the little one. Um, and then he, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so he's so he's so it's I mean it's quite you know it's quite well thought out. He's, he's using the the Polaroid to take photographs of what's in the room, so that if he moves anything, he's got a visual reference to put it back. back. In the way that it, um, it was, that, that that it was, so it doesn't look like anything's been disturbed. So anyway, he breaks into the safe, and there's no documents to photograph. But there is a five and a quarter, <laughs> five inch and a quarter inch floppy disk. disk, and he's like, huh? "What the hell's this?" With confidential stamps all across yeah, top there. Secret, top secret. <laughs> no. But I'm not sure I choose to put a top secret document into a hotel room safe for, for obvious reasons. <laughs> so so you can't make it look unnoticed. No, no, you can't. You can't take a photograph of the floppy disk and put it back. So, so we're on so, to Plan C. So it turns out that there's another uh, East German operative lurking in the garden. Well, lurking that's the, in the garden. The, the thing was, he was meant to toss down what he needed to that person. So basically, throws the, slings frisbees out this uh, yeah. five and a quarter inch disk, uh, and uh, and the guy goes off with this floppy disk. And then he has to clamber up into his room. We don't see how we he clambered over the parapet. Yeah, there was a massive overhang. He's like, yeah. "How the hell did he do that?" And he gets into his yeah, room. He's, am- he's, he's amazing Spider-Man, really. Yeah, and he gets into the room, and then he's just like going, oh, breathing, and then suddenly hears a noise, and it's the Chinese waitress. 
who he gave his room number to for yes. three. It's who's in bed. Who's in bed. And he said, now I have a girlfriend. And he said, oh, she's hundreds of miles away. And it sort of like gives the game away. And then she, uh, out of her bun of the hair, she pulls out. Very James Bond. It's like, yes. it's like, it's like stabby thing. Yeah. So she's she's got the chopsticks or in her, in her, <laughs> yes. in, in her hair that actually, actually turns out to be a gadgety weapon of so and we kind. see a bit of martin action this 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 chinese operative she's obviously a spy as well and she's there well, to... given given that he's just climbed in the window when she's not even referenced the fact that he's just climbed in the window yeah it's clear that 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 she knows so he's up who, to no who good. he is yeah uh, so they have a bit of a scuffle which is quite amusing really um and she just she doesn't stop. She doesn't no. stop coming, and then he slams the door on her because uh, this is where the case is. Because the, the, the all the doors seem to open outwards rather than opening inwards. So he <laughs> she's coming at him. And he's he's managed to get out of his room. After he's like got bloody nose and everything, and slams the door. And that stuns her. And then he opens the door again, and she keeps coming at him, yeah. and then runs at him, and then there's <laughs> like hurtles over the over the gallery landing onto concrete steps, and then and gets then up gets and up. runs off. She gets up and runs off. Uh, so anyway, he's yeah, all bloody and everything, and then calls out for help, and then because he can say, "Well, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I came into my room room service, and she went for me," um, yeah. and they buy it. And they, well, yeah, so so. She th- that's where obviously they then discover the missing, the missing floppy disk. So it's sort of it gets spun in a way that that makes her the, the 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 culprit. I mean, obviously we have we do have a bit of an elephant in, in the room. In well, why would she be going to his room after stealing room. the floppy disk? No, that's not the. That's, well, that's that's part of an elephant in the room. Why well, that's would... part of the elephant, but well, it's a much bigger elephant than the room. Than than that, that have a NATO summit has been security has been so seriously compromised. It wouldn't conclude with uh, just get yourself tidied up and rejoin the party. The whole party would have been broken up. Agents would have flooded into the hotel. The top-ranking officials would have been immediately moved, and everyone in the hotel would have undergone hours and hours and hours of, of, of interrogation. Well, we forget and, Mar- and Martin's cover would have been blown very, very quickly because he would not have been able to withstand hours and hours and hours of interrogation. So that is kind of like the elephant in the room. However, we will suspend uh, our disbelief, disbelief. and well, go um, with We it. haven't also mentioned that the, the other anxiety thing that was coming through is that um, the person that uh, Martin is who's taken over Maritz. Of course. Um, someone from his old base yes. who remembers him um, is there and it's, it's referenced. Yeah. And then towards the, uh, the very end. So Martin kind of manages to avoid, it's, it's to avoid to this blow. Avoid him because he obviously had the convenience of having to go to pick up um, uh, Yvonne and drop her back home and come back. And she's, he's managed to steal the floppy disk. And then the American general. Brings him to his room where yeah. he's just like it's like bandages. You think, oh, yeah. can this get any worse? He yeah. managed to get over one thing with the Chinese spy, yeah. and now yeah. he's got, he's got this other guy. Yeah. Well, we've already established in the first episode that actually there's there's quite a strong physical resemblance likeness between the real Stam and, and the good and the Martin. good thing is and he, he was covered in blood. Yeah, and he'd obviously just been through quite a difficult experience. So I think yeah. in the situation, not being particularly compass mentors and having this conversation with a former colleague 
you can get away with it. And this sort of a higher ranked person, it's a, a very Martin it sort of makes polite conversation. Yeah, but he's obviously you know clearly shell shocked by what's been happening. Mm. So it wasn't the best. T- well, actually, I suppose in a sense it was the best time for them to have their 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 Meet. meeting because. Yeah. Um, and then it, it just ask he asked a couple of questions and they said oh how are you what's it like at the base how are the guys and then the other guy just fills in yeah. and then, but he's a bit bland anyway yeah. <laughs> it's sort of the general yeah. general level of incompetence yeah. Yeah. so I got the sense that they didn't actually know each other that well that well um, so more of an acquaintance than a, than a lifelong friend yeah which was just as well yeah, so that, that 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 was really good, and then he, he has that moment of, oh my god, in the mirror, where he's like l- laughing. Yeah, and then sort of then then you can see he's a really good actor because it's like you go from laughing, you think, oh my god, that is because that's always that 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 situation was always molly in the background, and then it sort of it comes even further forward, and then it's just like, yeah. <gasps> so so, he, so he can he can see the the. I guess the ridiculousness, the ridiculousness of the situation that that, of he's, that whole situation. That he's just and we have a, have a cut scene which goes back. So we meet Lenora, who is having a conversation with Annette at yeah. Annette's school. So, so Annette and, and Thomas are wa- walking hand in hand through the through the, the corridors. corridors of the of of the school, and they're waiting for waiting for them on the stairs as obviously smoking a cigarette since that's that's her thing that's her thing is is lenora is lenora and uh she gives a letter which is from marty but it's it's obvious that sort of annette has moved on um but then she's automatically brought back in and maria uh, so maria schrader who plays lenora does it with just such a the emotional level i mean she 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 portrays emotion with her eyes and everything and you just think, oh, yeah, it's, it's not how much she's saying, it's how little she's saying. Yeah. So essentially what she manages to do is convince Annette to move in with Martin's mother, but in such a way that, that Annette com- will come away from that conversation thinking it was her idea. Yeah. To move in with with Martin's mother because it's the right thing, because, because, I mean, because, right thing to uh, do. Because Lenora was just so frugal with what she was saying but but so it's like oh no you can't do that no you know you can't do that no one would ask no one would would ask ask you to do that no but i want to so you're thinking if you're sure so i mean that basically because if if annette if uh martin realizes that annette's moved on somewhere else there's nothing really stopping him. It, 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 well, that's that's one bit of the leverage, I suppose, yeah. um, to keep him keep him there, to keep him in the West. We'd we'd, we'd be gone um, if if something were to happen with 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 Annette. So really, keeping Annette under under a tighter tighter leash. Yeah. So uh, so which that I thought that was just so. And it's it, it's it's really amusing because you've got this sort of with so the East is obviously listening into all these conversations and you have like cuts of them listening to what's happening. It's, it's on a square floppy thing with the yeah. discs and they're listening. It's, it, it it feels like they're there with their cups of tea listening to the drama going on like it's a radio play, yeah. like it's a, 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 a soap opera. It's a soap opera on the arches or something. Like that. <laughs> 
so it's it, the, the comedic aspect of this was really really good and the physicality was great and i didn't expect the chinese person to be a spy because well no one expects that uh, and i thought the closing scene where martin is dressed he's got he's got rid of his blood he's got a little mark on his nose where it's where he's had, had a wound um and he's there and then this sexy secretary sexy, se- se- sexy lady comes along and sort of said are you having a drink or so what are you having and she passes over and he has a drink of this like it was actually quite looked quite lovely didn't it the cocktail um and their eyes were meeting and his eyes were meeting hers and it was and she she turns out that she's the secretary to the NATO advisor brussels or something in brussels yeah i think it's brussels Um, which may come in handy later on yeah i suppose (laughs) uh there are it's just that it's like that school disco where she fancies you he fancies you and it's just it was just so deliciously played there was not there was just the whole thing has been so exquisitely sort of filmed and planned out and i can't fault it yeah i mean it's obviously it's like the elephant in the room sort of thing but i'm quite happy to let that go because they're just both the east side and the west side they both feel equally incompetent um yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is a situation where everyone's the asshole, really. Isn't yeah, it? Um, and so the, the, the actual human beings are the ones that have the humanity, which I think is just just gorgeous. And on that profound note of human beings have humanity. Wow. So that's the end of Brave Guy, episode two, Deutschland 83. So, dear listeners, what did you think of this episode? Um, how do you feel it's gone? How do you feel it is going? Um, please do let us know. You can find us on all social media platforms at, at Antique Dust. Um, you can inbox us, all the normal channels, etc., etc. But until next time, Auf Wiedersehen! And tschüss! Tschüss!